Welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Hovos Halevavo, Tutis of the Heart, and we're in the last gate, the gate of love of God, chapter 2, in which Rabbi Bahia is going to tell us how many kinds of love there are towards Hashem. And so he says, uh, in response to this question of how many kinds of love, he, he tells us that uh, a servant's love for his master will be of three kinds. So he says the first uh, love, the, 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 the lowest way to love your master is when you are appreciative of the goodness that the master gives you. So he's talking like about a boss or, or a, yeah, a servant with his boss. So a, per, a person that works for someone, for example, and the person, the boss is a kind boss. He's always uh, paying extra hours. He gives him gifts. He, he gives him good job. He, he takes care of him. He gives him a, a health insurance. Uh, he gives him vacations. He's very generous with his serv with his, um, with his uh, worker, this person is really gonna love his boss, but he loves him because of what he gets from him. And then you have another level of love, that is that the, the, the master, this is how Rabbi Bahia talks about it, the master and the servant, the master uh, overlooks the transgressions of the servant. So, you know, you have a boss and the, and, the, and the person that works for him broke a dish and the person says, okay, don't worry, it can happen to everybody and turns the head around and it's not charging the person for the gift or uh, he didn't do a good job today and he turns the head out the other way and says, okay, I'm gonna teach you how to do it well, but doesn't get upset at that person, then the, the servant can come to love the the boss because or the master because he's kind to him he he's merciful to him he doesn't uh, admonish him he treats him fairly and decently and the other level which is the highest level of love is a love in which the person comes to love the master not because of his kindness and his generosity or because he, he doesn't admonish him. He loves him because of his essence, of who that person is. And so uh, Rabbi Bahia says that analogously, we may love God on account of his abounding kindness. Like this is an analogy to our love to God. We can love Hashem, we can come to love God because we appreciate God. We appreciate the blessings he gives in our lives. He, we appreciate our family and we appreciate that we have what to eat today and we appreciate that we're healthy. And when you appreciate this goodness and you see where it's coming from, you come to love God. There, there's no way you cannot love him because he's giving you so much kindness. And then the other, the other level, which is a little uh, higher also, it's because, you know, you're not such a good Jew. You're not keeping all the mitzvot, you're, you're not keeping Shabbos, you're not keeping kosher completely, but you know Hashem is still kind to me. He, he looks away, he's not punishing me because I, I'm not keeping the Torah 100%. You know, I can feel I still have a, a, a healthy family, I have a healthy my life, I have parnasa, livelihood, and this person sees that he's not the best of the best with Hashem, but Hashem still is good to him. And this is, uh, develops a love for Hashem. But there's a higher level of love towards Hashem, which is that the person comes to love God just because he's God. 
there's no reason for loving God. Like it's not because he he's generous to me. It's not because he, he he's merciful towards me. It's, he's God. How can I not love God? And so we see in, uh, in the Varim, it says, Love Hashem your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And this is part of the Shema. This is the, the, the second paragraph of the Shema where it says, It's is to love God with your heart, with all your soul, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And so there's a few interpretations of this verse of, of the Shema. And uh, Rabbi Bahia, he says that the intention of saying with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might, it is to address the varying ethical characteristics and dispositions amongst human beings and their generosity of, or stinginess with regard to their body, money, or honor. So for some people, they can be very generous with their body. Uh, they'll do favors for you, they'll, they'll leave packages for you, you know, they'll run a marathon for you. They're very generous and, and, and they're generous with their money too. Uh, you need help, you need money, can you, can you lend me? He'll lend you, he'll bring you a gift, it will be a beautiful, generous gift. They're generous with their body and with their money, but maybe they're particular with their honor. And uh, others are generous with their money and with their honor, but maybe they're not so generous with their body. And still others give freely of their body and do not trouble about their honor, but are stingy with their money. And so uh, this is the relationship you see with people really is important for them. And, um, and as our sages of blessed memory said, since it says with all your soul, why does it say also with all your might? If it's telling you with all your soul, why does it say with all your might? And since it says with all your might, why does it also say with all your soul? And the answer is that it teaches you that the, the following. There may be a person whose body is more dear to him than his money. So you see people today, they're very into beauty. Their bodies are very important. They're, they're injecting their faces with Botox. They don't want to age. They're going to the gym for hours, massages, treatments. They give a lot of time to their body, the way they dress, you know? And, um, and maybe their body is more dear to them than their money. And for this person, it says with all your soul and there may be a person whose money is more dear to him than his, uh, than his body or, or, or his soul. And so he will say with all your might. So it is also possible that this intention in saying with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might was to address the varying degrees to which people love one another. So it's not only uh, between you and God, it's also between you and your, and, your, and your fellow. So for those who love others are of three kinds. There are those who, to please the one they love, are willing to give of their material possessions. So yes, a husband loves his wife, he, he, he takes care of her, he pays the bills, he brings her flowers, he buys her a nice gift on her birthday. And there are those who, to please the one they love, are willing to give of themselves physically. 
they take them out to dinner, they spend time together watching TV, they spend time uh, together walking after dinner in the street, they give of themselves. And then there are those who to please the one they love are willing to give their material possessions, their physical efforts, and their souls. As the wise one said, if a man offered and his wealth for love, he would be utterly derided. And as it says of Jonathan and David, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Jonathan was the son of King Saul, and we know King Saul was always looking after the King David to, to kill him. He wanted to kill him, but his son, Jonathan, was David's best friend, and he was always looking after him. He would go and say, my father is coming to look for you. He's going to kill you. Go and hide. And he was willing to give his life for this friend. So the prophet, peace be upon him, therefore emphasizes that love of the creator, may he be exalted, must be encompassed one, one's soul, one's body, and one's material possessions. And that is that a person be willing to give up all of this for love of the creator. We're, we're supposed to give everything to God. We have to give everything we've got. And that's why the verse says, it says here, You will love God your God with your heart, with your soul, and with your might. And the might is the money. Your soul is obviously, you're willing to give your life for Hashem. If you have to die because you're a Jew and, and, or they tell you convert and bow to the cross, you have to give your life. It, you're, you're, it's a commandment to give your life. You're, 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 uh, um, it's a commandment. You're, you, you have to give your life. There's nothing you can do. You die al Kiddush Hashem. It's the highest way of giving your life for God. Obviously, Hashem don't, doesn't want us to die for Him. He wants us to live for Him. So He gives us 613 mitzvot so we can live for Him. This is the way that we show Him our love. And so, so it says here, there, there, uh, there are... There, there are two who, to please the one they love are willing. Okay, this I read. Sorry, and it says, as the one, as the wise ones said, um, we need to love Hashem with everything we have, and that is that a person be willing to give up all of this for love of, of the Creator. May he be exalted, and that he not be sparing in any one of them. Like we cannot be stingy people with God. You know, we cannot be stingy, not with our time, not with our efforts, not with our bodies, not with our intelligence, not with our money, not with anything. We have to be very generous with Hashem. And as our masters of blessed memory said, with all your heart, and if you read well the, basu, the, the verse, it says, le, le, hearts, it's in Hebrew, it's hearts. What two hearts? It's talking about two hearts. And the two hearts are your godly soul and your animal soul. So we have this duality within, our soul, within ourselves. This, this duality, they live in the heart. One is in the right side of the heart, the godly neshama, and the animal soul is in the left side of the heart where the, bob, where the blood pumps. And it goes throughout the whole body. This is what vivifies the body. So we have to love our Hashem with our divinity and with our nature with our animalistic way of being. And so uh, what it says, continues saying here, 
uh, and with all your soul means even if he takes your life and with all your might means with all your possessions. So do his will like you, your will so that he will do your will like his will. Nullify your will because his will so that he will nullify the will of others before your will. This is Pirkei Avot. And it is possible that it is, this intention is saying with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might was that one should be attached to love of God inwardly and exhibit it outwardly. So, you know, some people, they have the guard. They look like they love God, but inside, it's not there. Or maybe you have a person that inside is so passionate about God, but outside, he doesn't look like it. So what he's saying, Rabbi Bahia, is that we have to have it in and out. You, you cannot live a life where in, inside you're one thing and outside you're another. You have to have both. You have to show it in and out. What you feel inside has to go outside. And what you show outside has also to go inside. So, uh, so he continues saying that, so that the sincerity of the believer's love of God in private and in public, inside and outside, shall be manifested equally and in proper balance and proportion, as David, peace be upon him, said, my heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. So it is, he ends up saying, it is also possible that his intention is saying with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might was that all of your love and labor for what is other than God be for his sake, that you not associate love of anything else with love of him. If you love anything else, it should be love wherein you find favor before Hashem, so that this love is actually a branch of your love for God. And he therefore said with all, in each case, this is, as I stated in the explanation of the stimulus provided by the intellect in the third gate of this book. So what he's saying here is that really, Hashem created a material world, he created a materialistic life. We have to eat, we have to sleep, we have to get dressed. We have to go to work. We have a mundane life. There's nothing we can do. This is uh, the world. This world is. This is the makeup of the world. But what it's saying is, is like your intention in life. Everything you do in your life, your work, the way you dress, the way you eat, you clean your house. The, from the most elevated to the most mundane, the intention should always show your love for Hashem. This is. This is what your life should be. It should be honor to God. I dress this way because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a daughter of God. So how does a daughter of God dress? How does a, a person that is the daughter of Hashem has to dress? So I dress accordingly to what Hashem wants me to dress like. So this is love of God. You know, to say it in words is very easy. But to do it in action is not so easy, especially when the whole world is, goes the other way. And the only way to show Hashem love is when you connect to His Torah and His mitzvahs. Because it's not about you, it's about Him. You're showing Him your love through what He desires. And as, as it says in the Pure Kavod, you, you do Hashem's will, He'll do your will. Because at the end of the day, it's one will. Your, your godly neshama wants only Hashem. So when you connect to that, his will and your will are one will. There's the, you wouldn't do it any other way. So this is the ultimate love of God. So I want to wish you a blessed week.
that your love of God grows every day more, that every day you're able to connect more to this truth, and, um, and that you become a, a, an image of Him in this world, that you reveal Hashem in this world through your actions, through your thoughts, through your speech, that everything you do is infused with, his lo with love for Him, to give honor to the King, that your life is a kiddush Hashem, a, a, a revelation of God, you honor Hashem. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.